Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where... I am completely addicted to giving you the tools that you need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author, OG influencer, and DJ, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to please be sure to rate, review, and follow us. If you've enjoyed the podcast so far, consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio, interviews, ad-free episodes, and monthly guided meditations. So let's get right into today's episode, shall we? I am crazy late getting this week's or last week's episode to you guys. So forgive me if you hear the heat whistling in the background. It is cold in my office. And if my husband begins to yell, it's because he's watching Monday Night Football. But anyway, um, this week I wanted to talk about friendships. We don't talk about friendships a lot. And it was on my mind because I've been having, I won't say um, challenge. Well, maybe the world is challenging. I've had some instances in friendships that have made me kind of question my discernment when it comes to new friends. Um, made me kind of question like, do I even need new friends? And the answer is yes. I think that we all, to some degree, really need to pour in different kind of friendships, relationships, whether it's work or just going out or fun. Like, I think adding to the circle of friends is cool. Like, yes, please have your core and ride or dies. Um, but the adjacent friends, the the surface friends, I because I used to be a proponent of, I don't need those hair with those things. I am now a proponent of you definitely need um, friends of all levels. So as I begin to think about what that looks like in my life, I was like, you know, maybe I should share a little bit about like just the red flags that I have seen um, in friendships. I feel like we talk a lot about red flags when it comes to men or dating or sex or whatever, but we don't really talk about how crucial um, red flags in friendships are. And and just like in romantic relationships, friendships can most indeed, most certainly have red flag, flags, red flags um, that signal it's time to either reassess or even just, you know, take a couple steps back. So I wanted to talk about how to navigate the waters because they can be a little muddy, a little tricky. One of the most recognizable red flags in friendships to me, in my opinion, is when the friendship is one-sided. In a balanced friendship, you guys are both going to feel equally invested in maintaining their relationship. When you consistently find yourself being the initiator, whether it's 
making plans to hang out or starting the text conversations or even just as simple as you're always the person who's reaching out to check in. This is a surefire indicator that the friendship is one-sided. And this imbalance can become or is emotionally draining. And it often leaves you feeling underappreciated, undervalued, just under everything, right? It is so important that you communicate your feelings with your friend because sometimes people are just unaware of their behavior. I would love for it if we could arrive to a place that emotional intelligence was 10, 10, 10s across the board, (laughs) but it's not. So sometimes we are very unaware of our behavior and how it affects others. But if you find yourself addressing the issue over and over again and the pattern continues, it may be it may be time to just reconsider the energy that you're investing in this relationship. Remember, relationships should absolutely be reciprocal. I don't care what nobody says. You deserve friends who are just as eager and committed to friendship as you are. And when it doesn't feel that way, that means your people. Another red flag that I think is kind of recognizable in a friendship is when there is this clear kind of overcast of negativity. Now, don't get me wrong, because I think that sharing your life's challenges with your friends is absolutely normal, right? But there is a fine line between confiding and overburdening. And so if you have a friend who is consistently bringing you negativity, whether it's in conversations, via text, in person, without even showing any interest in your life, like they are just dumping all of their burdens onto you without even asking so much as a how are you today, it can become a toxic dynamic. And let's not even talk about the idea of trauma bonding. That's a whole, that deserves a whole episode on its own, right? Um, But this constant stream of negativity can obviously leave you feeling emotionally exhausted and it may even start to impact your own well-being. So In these situations, I want you to set your boundaries. Let your friend know that while you're there to support them, right, wholeheartedly, it is also important to have positive and uplifting exchanges and conversations. And if they're still unable to respect this boundary, it might be another sign of step back because you have to, at all costs, protect your own mental health. A healthy friendship should include mutual support and positive interactions, not just a one-sided venting session. Speaking of boundaries, respecting boundaries is literally the cornerstone of any healthy relationship, friendship, intimate or otherwise. If a friend repeatedly ignores your boundaries, whether it's by overstepping personal space or you know, making demands of your time or disregarding your feelings, it is a clear red, big old red burgundy flag. This behavior can manifest in so many ways from, you know, small infringements to major oversteps. And it's often indicative of the lack of respect for your autonomy and your own needs. Now, when you do muster the courage to address these boundary violations. Remember to do them directly. Don't do it via text. Don't do it over the phone. Have a real sit down conversation and be assertive. This is the key to 
it being received in a way that you want it to, right? You want to clearly communicate your limits and also the consequences of crossing them. And if your friend continues to disrespect your boundaries despite all of your efforts, you know, to enforce them, it it's going to be necessary to just reevaluate the friendship. A healthy friendship is built on mutual respect, and that includes honoring each other's boundaries. This next red flag, I feel like we often overlook it or ignore it, and that is a person being competitive or having like a jealous behavior. And if you think about it, your friendships should all be your main source for support and joy. It shouldn't be a competition and they definitely shouldn't be envious or jealous of you. Now, if you do notice that your friend, you know, might try to outdo your achievements or maybe even becomes like visibly upset when you do succeed, this is the biggest red burgundy flag and a sure sign of an unhealthy dynamics between you and that person. This whole, you know, competitive streak that they might develop with you can really manifest in ways that are unhealthy. I can't even think of another word, but the little subtle jabs or just even maybe their overt ways or attempts to overshadow your accomplishments. And most of the time it stems from like being insecure which really can lead to resentment on both sides. I would encourage you to have an open conversation. I think everything can be solved with a conversation or at least resolved. Even if you can't um, get a resolution, you can at least resolve it, right? And so having these open conversations about feelings of jealousy or competition goes a long way. It's really important that you also reaffirm that your friendship isn't a contest. Like I know in some places it's a thing. They are okay with competing. Like I want up you, you want up them, you know, that's their thing. Unhealthy, albeit, but that's their thing. And so if this is something that you are like, I can't deal with it, you have to reaffirm that your friendship is not a contest and that you can both shine in your own ways. However, comma period, (laughs) as I like to say, if this behavior persists, It may hinder your ability to share your successes and happiness freely, which is really essential in any friendship. And so it's going to, again, just birth a different type of resentment that I don't think is needed or wanted or um, can help any friendship. When you're hiring, the search for the perfect fit can feel like a full-time job that you just don't have time for. But it doesn't have to be that way. Let Indeed do the work for you. Indeed is the hiring platform where you attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Plus, with Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. My favorite part of using Indeed is knowing how much of my time I am reclaiming without sacrificing results. Indeed will show you candidates whose resume on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Start now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash self-care IRL 
Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Just go to Indeed.com slash self-care IRL to support the show by saying you heard about it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash self-care IRL. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This next red flag, I don't think it goes unnoticed, but I think we accept it because we all love a good kiki. But when I tell you gossiping about people has led me not to be a person's friend so quick, because for me, trust is fundamental in any friendship. And if I find that my friends are gossiping about that person or this person talking about what they was wearing or that, now it raises the question about what you say about me or even better, what are you allowing people to say about me in your presence when I'm not there? Like we just got done kikiing, gossiping about her. Well, what you saying about me to somebody else? Because if you gossiping about her, you kikiing about her. I know you kikiing about me to somebody else. Now I'm looking at you sideways, you know. So gossiping really does create an environment of distrust. And it can kind of be a sign of deeper issues within your friendship. It's really just a harmful habit to create in a friendship. And it quickly erodes the foundation of trust that all healthy relationships are built on. So you want to confront the gossiping behavior. It's really important to do so early. But you want to make sure that you express how the gossiping makes you feel and why trust is important to you in a friendship. And then if your friend continues to engage in gossip despite understanding its impact, once again, it's an indicator that it's a lack of respect for your values and those people around you. Trust is difficult to rebuild once it's broken. And honestly, without it, the friendship is going to struggle to survive. Another red flag is the lack of accountability or the inability to apologize for things. Accountability is a sign of maturity and respect in any friendship or relationship. And so if your friend is constantly refusing to acknowledge their mistakes or apologize how they've impacted you or hurt you, it is an indicator of lack of responsibility for their actions. This behavior can lead to unresolved conflicts and it will build up resentment over time. I guarantee it. <laughs> so addressing the issues directly and giving your friend a chance to rectify their mistakes is a good first step. I say addressing it because we often, again, forget how far just one conversation might go. But what happens often is we allow these missteps, these offensives to build up over time. And now we're a year in and she's the friend that keeps overstepping these boundaries. When in fact, you ain't even told the girl what your boundaries are. They don't even know that they, where they've been stepping at. And so you have to give people the opportunity to rectify their mistakes. They don't know that they've hurt you if you haven't told them. We have got to do away with this narrative, this language of, well, they should know. They should know that that's not right. Unless it's a blatant offense, and there are some, maybe we'll dedicate a podcast to that later, 
But nine times out of 10, some of these boundaries are things that, again, you've accepted. And so as a friend, I do something and you don't say anything and I think it's not a problem. Well, she don't mind if I'm late. She doesn't care if I'm late. Meanwhile, inside you are fuming. Being on time is important to you. Not missing the first few credits of the movies is important to you. All of these things, you're now mad about it. So you spend three years fussing about her her being late, but you've never addressed how important being on time is to you. You've never mentioned it. So what am I supposed to do with that? Anyway, that was a little tangent, but if they continue to evade accountability, again, it is a much deeper signal and unwillingness to maintain a healthy, balanced relationship. It is time that you reevaluate what that means or, or where the relationship can go from here. We all really want what we want when we want it. <laughs> I'll start there. But being manipulative in any form, whether it's guilt tripping, uh, passive aggressive comments, um, coercion, this is a serious red flag. It's often subtle, which again is why I led with we all want what we want, but it's a very subtle form of control. It can leave you feeling so confused. It can leave you feeling guilty Um, you can feel even responsible for your friends, emotions and actions. Like, did I, was that me or was that them? So this dynamic is super unhealthy and it can lead to a significant power imbalance in the friendship. When again, as I said in the beginning, it really should be an equal investment on both parties. So it's really crucial to trust your instincts. If you feel you're being manipulated, manipulated, let me back up. If you feel that you are being manipulative, you probably are. And if you feel that you're being manipulated, you probably are. So addressing the manipulative behavior head on and setting once again, firm boundaries is essential. I got a whole podcast. I don't know what number it is. Um, I will put it in the show notes, but I have a whole podcast about boundaries and how to enforce them and what they look like and then what to do again when the boundaries have been crossed. If the behavior persists, again, it may be necessary to distance yourself from the friendship. Again, got a whole podcast about ghosting because I don't want you to ghost these friendships. I want you to have these conversations, but know when the, know when the healthy relationship is now unhealthy because healthy relationships are built on honesty and respect and not manipulation or control. You work hard every day, so why should you have to wait for a bi-weekly payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. EarnIn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the EarnIn app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. 
If I needed something like Earn In, it's what I'd use because it won't have you falling into debt traps. Earn In is the app that's helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient. Make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in self-care under podcast. When you sign up, it'll really help the show. Self-care under podcast. Subject to available earnings, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. You know what's wild? I have a problem with consistency in most areas of my life, except for my friendships. When I like you, I like you. (laughs) And I'm going to be consistently reminding you that I like you. Consistency is key in building trust. I don't know, security in a friendship, right? Like you, it's similar to like when you meet a dude or girl and they want to show interest when they stop calling you for weeks on end or like one minute, they're all warm and friendly. And the next minute they don't ever talk to you, you know, and you're three weeks out and then you randomly get a good morning, beautiful text. You know what I mean? Like that's weird. It's confusing and it's hurtful. This unpredictability can leave you on the edge and unsure about where you stand in the friendship and who wants to do that. Like, why should I be unsure in a friendship? It's one thing to be, and maybe that's just the hierarchy of things. I feel like when you're intimate with someone, it places a different level. And I know that it shouldn't, but in my mind, you know, when you're intimate with someone, you allow for certain things to happen. But if I'm in a friendship from with you, girl, you can call me back. You can text back. You shouldn't be texting me back 8,000 8, days later. That's weird. And I preface this again with saying that maybe it's not weird to them. So having an actual conversation, discussing these inconsistencies with your friend can oftentimes lead to a greater understanding and stability for yourself or for you guys. However, again, broken record, if it continues, you got to let that go. You got to move on, put them back in the box. It's a deeper issue that are that's beyond your control. Consistent behavior literally is the foundation for a stable and trustworthy friendship. It's no if, ends, or buts about it. Let me tell you a red flag that really gets under my skin. Like when I say it get up under there and start doing a little mean girl tap dancing on my soul, it's when people dismiss my feelings. I know you lying. After I done mustered up the energy and courage to tell you something and you cannot find an ounce of empathy, a little bit of validation, ugh, take me out the game, coach. <laughs> take me out the game. If your friend frequently dismisses or invalidates your feelings, it can be so deeply hurtful and damaging. And this behavior reflects a true lack of empathy and understanding in their being, which again, in my humble opinion, are very vital components of a healthy friendship. 
Again, you get the theme. We're having conversations with people. I want you to convey the importance of your feelings and the need for them to be acknowledged. Right. I want you to convey that to them and allow them to rectify the situation because maybe they don't understand that they're not being empathetic with you. Like lots of people, it ain't their jam. It's my it's my jam. It's really my jam, but it might not be theirs. Again, if your friend continues to dismiss your emotions, despite your attempts to communicate your needs, it's going to be time for you to reassess the level of emotional support you can expect from this friendship. Everyone, literally everyone, deserves to have their feelings not only heard, but also respected. This next one is probably a tie for the red flag I hate the most but it's overstepping privacy. And I don't mean privacy in the way of like they're going through your belongings or your phone or your private information because that's very weird and is giving single white female vibes and you should check that immediately. Call the police right now, right? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, and it's almost kind of like piggybacking off of the gossip thing But it's like, say it's a group of 10 of y'all and y'all are all really close friends, but I'm confiding in maybe one or two people and say we're at dinner, right? And I say, hey, y'all, I'm getting a divorce and I'm telling just y'all two people. The group of 10 now should not know that I'm getting a divorce. They just shouldn't, right? That's what I mean by violating your privacy or overstepping the privacy. It is a significant breach of trust. And this behavior, honestly, it shows a lack of respect for your personal boundaries. And in me, it shows up as like, I can no longer be vulnerable with my friend group. So now I'm looking at all 10 of y'all crazy. Like, I don't know who I can trust. It is a clear violation for me. Navigating friendships requires mindfulness and attention to certain red flags that can indicate unhealthy dynamics. Recognizing and addressing these red flags early can help you maintain healthy and fulfilling friendships. It's important to communicate openly, um, set boundaries, and know when it might be necessary to just step back for your own well-being. Remember, a true friend enhances your life, offers support, respect, and most importantly, my favorite, joy. So prioritize relationships that bring positivity and growth and don't be afraid to let go of those that consistently bring you down. Thank you for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these really hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting our podcast each and every week. If you have enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, so consider subscribing on Apple Podcasts to unlock our bestie subscriber-only audio experience. You'll get exclusive audio interviews, ad-free episodes, monthly got it, meditations, early access, and more. And don't forget to share this episode on social via IG stories, Twitter, Facebook, just do your girl a favor 
and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening today. And until next time, toodles. Thank you.